This is JCF of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Happy Labor Day and since it's holiday season for the months of September, October, November, and December. That means it is fall and winter holiday season. Not only that, that means that it is football season. Yes, sir. The NFL is back. And before you listen to the next prediction show coming up here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast, promotions are as follows. Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. I will use and listen to his music from time to time and he will be a part of this podcast show since the show's inception in 2019 nails by amani 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 30236 the best nail technician inside and or outside of the 285 perimeter in Atlanta, Georgia. You can check out the missus. She has shopneolife.com forward slash forest health. That is F-O-R-R-E-S-T and the word health spelled correctly. You can check her out as well at heavenlyhairbrand.com. Forest crafts and custom designs. And if you want any information about heavenlyhairbrand.com, you can check her out. Info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. I am on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Profits underscore Picks. I'm on Instagram, at the Profits Picks 2019. You can find me on YouTube, Amazon, Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, because Stitcher is no longer in existence. You can find me literally all over the place. Everybody stay safe out there and stay tuned. Will I be picking your team to win next? Let's find out. Good afternoon, early evening. It is approximately 6.09 p.m. Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Good afternoon once again. It is approximately 5.09 p.m. Central Time in my time zone. As I say every once in a while, the time zone that I was born in, the Central Daylight Time Zone. That makes it 4.09 p.m. Mountain and 3.09 p.m. Pacific Everyone in the mainland, what is up? It is time for the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. Monday Night Football Results Show, the first Monday Night Football Results Show of the 2023 NFL season. And man, oh man, what a result of a game played on last night. Monday Night Football game ended at about 1130, close to midnight. Eastern time and it was a fast-paced game moved quickly there were a few injuries here and there and I'll get more into what happened in the game and the injury that quite frankly mattered more than anything else that happened besides the Jets holding firm and staying pat and pulling out a close victory in overtime by the way against their division rival the Buffalo Bills capping off week one with 
an exclamation mark did the New York Jets by defeating the Buffalo Bills and also capping week one off with a colossal thud because of said injury that I am referring to. And I will go into that once again in a moment in Alaska. Good afternoon. 11 minutes after the top of the hour two eleven in Alaska. Welcome back to the Prophets Picks football podcast. And it is, of course, just afternoon, literally in the great, mighty, beautiful, breathtakingly gorgeous Hawaiian Islands, Pearl Harbor Islands, Waikiki, Maui, Honolulu, all of the Hawaiian Islands. What's up? It is your boy, JCF, the creator of this podcast show since August of 2019. I hope everybody had a better day today than they did on yesterday. Not trying to make any assumptions that your day was bad on yesterday and my day was not bad either because God is going to get the glory no matter what. And there is always something to learn even in a trying situation, even in tragedy. As unfortunate as tragedies can be, there is something to learn even from that. Once again, it is Tuesday, September the 12th, 2023. We are a day removed from the 22nd year anniversary of 9-11. And it is time once again for the first Monday Night Football Results Show of the 2023 NFL season, 12-12. PM Hawaiian daylight time actually now 1213 513 here 613 on the east coast 413 mountain 313 pacific all right let's go ahead and let's get into it what a game what a way to cap off the 2023 monday night football week 1 final game of the first full week of nfl action and We are moving right along. The train is going full steam ahead for the NFL. And it was a four plays in for Aaron Rodgers after carrying out the United States flag running out of the New York Jets MetLife Stadium tunnel. And offense got on the field. Four plays in. Aaron Rodgers... tackled awkwardly and there are two points I want to make about his injury but I'll make that in a moment he was tackled awkwardly and his foot extended the back of his foot extended being his heel there is a tendon that is attached to the bone inside of your heel inside of the cushion that is flesh and meat and that that uh that tendon that uh that cartilage is called the Achilles tendon and because of the way that his foot bent I believe it was his right foot it extended too far and Achilles tendon was snapped in half that cartilage called the Achilles tendon is no longer on the hill of his bone and he will have to of course endure 
surgery. And there are some of the mess. There are the mess. Listen to me. There are some of the best is what I meant to say. Not mess, M-E-S-S, but best, B-E-S-T. Some of the best medical professionals in all of not just the city of New York, but not just in the state of New York, not just in the country of the United States of America, but some of the best physicians in all of the world reside in the city of New York, New York. And it really sucked. It really sucked. Aaron Rodgers had four snaps. He had a pass that he attempted to throw the football on. It was incomplete. He was sacked once, loss of 10 yards. And after his fourth offensive play, he was gone. And we were all hoping for the best, but the majority of ex-football players that was watching the game and have a Twitter account and things of that nature, social media, guess what? Long story short, Achilles tendon gone for the season. Now, the first thing we have to look at with this injury is the field, the AstroTurf, what has happened on that very same NFL football field and stadium going back to I believe it was the 2020 season after the 49ers went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Kansas City Chiefs it wasn't just the 49ers that lost key players one week I believe it was either the following Sunday or the Sunday before Saquon Barkley was lost for the season on that same field And I believe it was a run of either three weeks in a row or two weeks in a row where players, key players from teams that had hopes and aspirations of making it to the postseason at least, they all lost those players for the season. NFL owners, you put real grass into your own stadiums that you own for soccer teams that you own. Soccer players will not play on AstroTurf. They will only play soccer on real grass. So you are more concerned about soccer players and players in other parts of the world that that we call soccer. They call it football and always have, always will. Understandable. You care about those players more than you care about your NFL franchises? I don't get that. That doesn't make any sense. Especially because of the fact that you are a billionaire. Let me emphasize the word billionaire and you can easily during the week starting right now start the process of getting grass installed in your stadium. It can be done. Now you have to pay a grounds crew and the stadium facilities maintenance And facilities coordinator teams a lot of money for a lot of overtime. But let's say every stadium that is in AstroTurf Field that did not have a game last night, which we all know there were a bunch of teams that didn't have a game last night because only one game is played in week one. Now, back in the day, it used to be two or three, I beg your pardon, two games played to start the season, Monday night double hitter. But Last season, I noticed the NFL switched that Monday night doubleheader to week two 
And I'll talk more about that towards the end of the show. And I'll talk about that in the next show coming up immediately following this one, the Thursday Night Football Prediction Show for week two. As we get ready to start week two, and this is the ending of week one, this podcast show right here at Monday Night Football Results Show. So getting back to the point, if I'm not mistaken, every single stadium that has an AstroTurf field as soon as the games ended on yesterday, you could have went ahead and started installing real grass. Especially knowing what this has done to your NFL players. And it's as simple as this. NFL owners don't see their NFL players as human beings. They don't see them as real human beings. They see them as a commodity. A chess piece on a board that has to be moved around or moved off off of the board in other words out of the NFL franchise that that owner owns in order to bring in a rookie from the NFL draft a rookie that was undrafted and signed as a NFL rookie free agent or another player from another NFL team whether that's trade or free agency during the month of March every single year that's how the owners view their NFL commodities However, they do not view the world's football soccer players as that type of commodity. And that's just wrong. You're a billionaire, dude. You're a billionaire. Really quickly, for a quick example, this is week two schedule. Atlanta's Falcon Stadium, Mercedes-Benz Dome does not have real grass. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, Orchard Park, New York, does not have real grass. Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati, we all know what happened there over the years, not just last year, but over the years. Detroit, Ford Field. This is week two coming up this Sunday, September the 17th, 2023. The first four games that I just mentioned, the home teams that are hosting their games this Sunday does not have real grass. Los Angeles in the three o'clock window for the, my time zone, the central, which is four o'clock Eastern this is the four o'clock window I'm going into now. Dallas, you're talking about Atlanta, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Detroit, uh, Los Angeles, Dallas, six, New England, Sunday night football, seven, Carolina, eight. If Carolina didn't put grass in recently within the last few years, you're talking about eight stadiums right now off the top of my head. And these are home stadiums. I'm not even talking about the teams that are visiting these stadiums because teams that are visiting these stadiums that I'm referring to, those teams also have that fake grounded up, grinded up former uh, vehicle tires, car tire tires that they grind up and they mash them down into real small little rubber pellets. And I'm going to go with those teams in a minute. Now, the teams that are visiting this Sunday on the road, but their home stadium has that same type of astroturf. Field turf is what they like to call it. If the Ravens haven't gotten grass, I include them. If, the Ra- if, of course, you know for a fact that Baltimore and Carolina does not have it, then you would easily disregard what I'm saying and remove those teams. However, Minnesota... Seattle Suckerhawks, 
Los Angeles Chargers, they play where the Rams play. Giants and the Jets, they play in the same stadium. Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football. This is the Monday Night Football Results Show, Week 1. Indianapolis. You're talking about almost half to a third of the NFL League where all 32 NFL owners are billionaires and will not view their NFL players as human beings. That was the first part of my statement I wanted to make that assisted Aaron Rodgers in getting that injury on last night. And we have lost a future Hall of Famer for the season, and we may not see him again next year. He's going to be 40 years of age. There's no guarantee that he's going to say, you know what? I want to come back. I felt cheated in week one of the uh, the beginning of the season. Super Bowl aspirations. Primetime games. Games that were going to be flexed out most likely because of whoever the Jets was going to be playing. The Jets were going to be in primetime more than they ever have been in years with Aaron Rodgers. And he's gone for the season. The second point I wanted to make was this. Aaron Rodgers has had calf injuries from last season going on over into this season. There is a possibility those calf injuries that he had, it was stressing out the Achilles tendon that was ripped on last night. And that also contributed, not just the football field, but that also contributed to that. Okay. Now, with those points made, this is the third and final point I want to make about the injury on last night. And that is this. If you watched the game on last night, you notice Dalvin Cook and your boy Brees Hall, who was gone for a good chunk of the season in his rookie season last year from a knee injury, they ran the football very, very well. But whenever it was time to pass, the New York Jets football team ran into some issues protecting their quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, plural, as in Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson, the backup. And as of right now, Zach Wilson is still, in fact, the future of the franchise for the New York football Jets, almost at Green Bay Packers. With that being said, obviously, recognizing that, discerning that, after I watched the game and analyzed the game on last night, I was able to recognize that, well, it's obvious. The New York football Jets, they have a running run-blocking offensive line. The New York Jets have an offensive line that is better at run-blocking than the offensive line that the New York Jets has for pass-blocking. It's obvious. It was apparent on last night. You got to get rid of the football quickly or you're going to be in very quick trouble very quickly. And I don't even know if that made sense what I just said, but hopefully you understood what I was trying to say. The New York Jets have a run-blocking offensive line. The New York Jets offensive line is not a good offensive line when it comes to pass blocking. 
And then you have some NFL franchises where their offensive line is good at pass blocking and their offensive line is not good at run blocking. There are very few NFL offensive lines that capitalize and that are very good at both run blocking and pass blocking. Which one of those teams am I referring to that is good at both the run blocking and pass blocking? I can tell you right now, San Francisco 49ers is one of those football teams. Look at how they won and controlled the line of scrimmage in both running and pass protection this past Sunday with a victory against the Pittsburgh Steelers of 30 to 7. You know who else has a good offensive line when it comes to run blocking and pass blocking? You can honestly throw the Green Bay Packers in that conversation, the Philadelphia Eagles in that conversation, and you can throw the Miami Dolphins in that conversation as well, even though the Philadelphia Eagles offense got off to a slow start in their game against the Patriots, a game that I have unfortunately not had enough time to view as of yet. And while I'm on the subject, haven't had an opportunity to watch the entirety of the Packers and the Bears from Sunday, the Eagles and the Patriots from Sunday, and the hometown Houston Texans and Baltimore Ravens from Sunday either. However, I will get around to doing so between tonight and Thursday afternoon after work before I click on Amazon Prime and watch Thursday Night Football, Minnesota Vikings at Philadelphia Eagles in prime time for the second consecutive year, just not on the same night. Last year, they played on Monday Night Football, doubleheader. And then this year, they're going to play together, our bigger parton, um, in a standalone game, Minnesota at Philly. Monday Night Football, September the 18th, Monday Night Football, doubleheader. On ESPN at 7.15 Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time, an hour before the normal kickoff time for a standalone one Monday Night Football game played on ESPN. It will be the New Orleans Saints. They are 1-0 against the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte, North Carolina in prime time. Carolina is on one. They lost to the Falcons in week one. Cleveland is at Pittsburgh in the second Monday Night Football game. That is a Monday Night Football doubleheader kicking off at 8.15 Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time, 7.15 Central. Another divisional game. Two divisional games on Monday Night Football, unlike last season once again. This is going to be a good one. That second Monday Night Football game will be on ABC and ESPN+. Plus, The first Monday Night Football game, NFC South Divisional game on ESPN, ESPN2. NFC South in the first one and an AFC North Divisional rivalry game in the second game. Cleveland won their game in week one. Pittsburgh Steelers, already told you, lost to the 49ers 32-7. Monday Night Football on last night. 19 first downs for the Buffalo Bills. 13 first downs for the New York football Jets. Other key statistics here. Third down efficiency, 5 for 13 for both the Jets and the Bills. Uh, A total amount of yards for the New York Jets, 289, 314 for Buffalo Bills. Both the Jets and the Bills had total offensive drives, 11 a piece 
both the Jets and the Bills had 11 total offensive drives. And both the Bills and the Jets had five third downs converted off of 13 third down attempts. Time of possession for the Jets, 27 minutes, 50 seconds. Time of possession for the Buffalo Bills, 33 minutes and 8 seconds. Um, I don't remember who was favored going into this football game. And right now, it really doesn't even matter because the game has been over for hours and no Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be Zach Wilson for the rest of the season. And I pray to God that nothing happens to him. Here's the good thing about this. Zach Wilson has been tutored, mentored all season, all offseason, excuse me, long by Aaron Rodgers. And he was in contact with Aaron Rodgers last year when he was with the Jets. And the Jets went into Lambeau Field and defeated Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Just in case anybody was wondering. So will Aaron Rodgers continue to mentor this young Thundercat? For the rest of the season, or will Aaron Rodgers fall into depression, fall into what could have been? And we're all human. It's hard to not fall into that deep, dark abyss of what have, could have, should have, what could have happened if I didn't get injury X, Y, and Z. Will Aaron Rodgers go into the darkness this offseason again to contemplate retirement or come back and give it another shot? The thing about it is, unfortunately, for some strange reason, the human body, when one Achilles tendon tears, once that one heals up, the other one in the other foot tears. It happened to Dan Marino. Dan Marino can tell you, Hall of Fame quarterback for the Miami Dolphins got to one Super Bowl loss against Joe Montana. Joe Montana, Hall of Fame quarterback, beat Dan Marino. Miami Dolphins never got back with Dan Marino to the Super Bowl. Dan Marino can tell you, multiple times his Achilles tendons snapped and he played through one of those injuries one year. Played through the pain. NFL was different back then and AstroTurf was a lot worse than the field turf, but field turf is still not good. It's not safe for the players. It's just not. There is no combating that. That's like you coming and telling me the sky is not blue when I know the sky is blue. You can't tell me that the field turf is safe for the players. Just like you can't tell me the sky is not blue. There is no argument. There is no analytics. There is no spreadsheets, Excel or otherwise, that you can pull up to tell me that the turf is it's safer for the players than natural grass. If that's the case, you would not bend to the will of the soccer players. And this is something that I've talked about at this podcast show during the offseason as well. I don't remember in particular which show it was, but I did talk about this. And I talked about it last season. And I've talked about it before. So in the first quarter of Phil Gold, after the entire city of East Rutherford, New Jersey and New York, the Big Apple, was deflated after losing the Jedi Knight, Aaron Rodgers, for the year. At the end of the second quarter, it was a 13-3 lead for the Buffalo Bills. But Josh Allen playing sloppy football, throwing interceptions. And I'll talk more about that in a moment. It was a 13-3 lead at the half. Third quarter, a field goal for the Jets. Then in the fourth quarter, 
The Jets score 10 points. They have a 16 to 13 lead. My prediction was New York Jets 19, Buffalo Bills 16 final in my Monday Night Football prediction week one last week. A field goal for the Buffalo Bills. Game tied 16-16. All I needed was someone to get a field goal, right? Well, the Jets said, Profits picks will do you one better. We'll get a touchdown in overtime. 22-16 was the final, final overtime. However, if it was not for those three points for the New York Jets, my prediction would have came to pass specifically I missed it by three points, and I was right. Coming to you from the Prophets Pick Studios forward slash media center here in another warm, hot, sweltering Houston day. Monday Night Football results show Josh Allen just had all kinds of bad completions in the game. And they were not marked as completions unless Jordan Whitehead was one of the Buffalo Bills wide receivers. And Jordan Whitehead is not one of the Buffalo Bills wide receivers. Jordan Whitehead, as a matter of fact, played with the Green Bay Packers, if I'm not mistaken, at one point in time in his career. But he has been with the New York Jets for a few years. And he's been with the New York Jets before Aaron Rodgers arrived to New York. And Jordan Whitehead. In all honesty, he has revived his career. Jordan Whitehead got three interceptions off of Josh Allen on last night. Three. Three interceptions from one guy. And that was Jordan Whitehead on last night. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to Jordan Whitehead. He had a phenomenal defensive performance in the game on last night against Josh Allen. It was almost as if it was Jordan Whitehead versus Josh Allen. And I am mistaken. It was not the Green Bay Packers. It was actually the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that Jordan Whitehead previously played with before joining the Jets a few years back um, in 2022, which was last year. Point being, he was there before Aaron Rodgers. For some strange reason, I thought he played with Green Bay, but it was Tampa Bay. It was one of those bays, right? Um, Josh Allen, 29 completions on 41 pass attempts, 236 yards passing, average 5.8 per, a touchdown, three interceptions thrown. He was sacked five times for a loss of 19 yards. Quarterback rating of 45.8, overall rating of 62.7. And the bottom line is New York Jets defense is still intact. Right. The New York Jets defense, Aaron Rodgers or not, performed on last night. And you get the sense that once they lost Aaron Rodgers, they turned it up a notch. This defense was good last year. Robert Salah is a cutthroat, remove your manhood type of defensive minded head coach in the NFL for the New York football Jets. And he is merciless on the football field. Away from the football field, he's great. Wonderful man. Awesome. Integral. Intelligent. Smart. Intellectual. 
He's a people person. He'll shoot you straight just like I shoot you straight. No BS. Doesn't beat around the bush. Doesn't shoot sugarcoat nothing. Almost said something else. And not only that, 9-11 affected him as well. If you want to know more about his 9-11 story, please look it up on the World Wide Web. I do not have the time to go into it, but a fascinating story. Fascinating. Encouraging, inspiring, fascinating story about Robert Salah's uh, 9-11-2001 experience. And just an all-around all cool guy. Um, once again, an overtime touchdown, 22-16. The final, my prediction was 19-16, New York Jets. I am 2-1 in primetime after week one. 10-5 overall on the NFL week one in my predictions. 0-1 on Thursday nights. Thursday nights have never been good to me. They were a little bit better last season. I finished nine and eight. Uh, Sunday night football has never been good to me. I finished last year eleven and seven. One and zero to start for Monday night and Sunday night. Zach Wilson completed fourteen passes on twenty-one attempts, one hundred and forty yards passing average, six point seven per a touchdown and interception. He was sacked twice for a loss of thirteen yards. Quarterback rating of 22.6, overall rating of 81.4. It was a defensive game, which is what you expect. Buffalo Bills, defensive team, even though they have a premier superstar, all-world, all-pro, Pro Bowl franchise quarterback in Josh Allen, but Josh Allen didn't play like that on last night. Josh Allen also ran the football last night, six times for 36 yards, averaging six yards per carry. New York Jets' Brees Hall. 10 carries, 127 yards. He averaged 12.7 yards per carry. For those of you that think that I don't know what I'm talking about, the Jets football team as a receiving core, receivers, running backs, H-backs, fullbacks, tight ends, everybody had a total of 14 receptions, 140 receiving yards, averaging 10 per. Brees Hall by himself averaged 12.7 yards per carry. And by himself, he had 127 yards rushing. I think I know what I'm talking about. The New York Jets football team offensive line is a rush offensive line. They are a run-blocking offensive line. They are not a pass-protecting offensive line. Fortunately for Zach Wilson, the quarterback going forward for the Jets, um, he is mobile and he's a little bit quicker than the 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers. Terrell Bernard taking over for uh, Mr. Edmonds, the former inside linebacker for the New York Jet Buffalo Bills, excuse me, he is now in Chicago with the Bears and Bernard. Uh, somehow, some way, beat out Dotson for the inside linebacker role, and he battled injuries with his hamstring, I believe it was, all uh, preseason. But last night, 11 total tackles, four solo. Pretty good job, Matt Milano. Eight total tackles, three solo, a tackle for a loss, a pass defense, and a quarterback hit. Um, for the New York Jets, DJ Reed is not an invisible NFL player. He's not a no-name guy. He's a baller. 11 total tackles, 10 solo. Quincy Williams, the brother of Quinnen, I know their mom is happy. Both of her sons are on the same NFL football team, and both of her sons are just absolute total 
relentless, merciless defensive players. They make mama proud on an NFL football field. The thing is, can't do what they do on the football field, off of the football field. They would go to jail and be arrested. However, Quincy and Quinnen, beast. Quinnen is the, is the big baby brother, bigger than his older brother. Five total tackles, three, uh, two solo, excuse me. Tackle for a loss, quarterback hit. The older brother, who's smaller than the baby brother, 10 total tackles, nine solo tackles, a tackle for a loss, a pass defense. It's just scary. And again, Jordan Whitehead. I don't know if his jersey blended in with the field or what, but the Jets had on throwback legacy white jerseys with their green helmets last night. It was actually a sight to see. I'm going to be honest. When I tuned into the Monday Night Football game after I finished taking care of um, some very, very important personal business matters, I thought it was Christmas. Monday Night Football graphics team, Buffalo Bills in the blue. It looked like Christmas blue. New York Jets graphics green. It looked like Christmas green. I thought it was Christmas last night. I literally thought we were five days from Christmas watching that football game. It just wasn't snowing in in Rutherford, New Jersey. That's what I thought because of the graphics team from the Monday Night Football ESPN department. The way that the blue and the green meshed, it meshed very well. It was eye-popping, eye-catching, especially on an HD TV with high-resolution coloring. And that green and blue, I thought... I was going to have to go downstairs and make certain that nobody was screwing around with their Christmas gifts that I had for them under the tree. That's That was my mindset. And I had to snap out of that right before I went to bed. I was like, wait a minute. It's not Christmas. I checked my phone, played my little pool game before bed, as I always do. And I was like, okay, I got to double check. I want to make sure it's September the 11th and not December the 22nd. Because those graphics last night looked like Christmas. I hope you all took that as a joke. But no, seriously, the graphics did look like Christmas. I I thought it was almost Christmas, especially since the NFL season does go on during Christmas season. That's it. That's all I got for you. Jordan Whitehead, three interceptions on last night. Matt Malono, an interception. It was a game-winning touchdown for Xavier Gibson on a punt return. In overtime that ended it, my final was the Jets 19, Buffalo Bills 16 in regulation, and it was 22 New York Jets, 16 Buffalo Bills in regulation. Final overtime. Stay tuned. Coming up next here on the Profits Picks Football Podcast Show, full steam ahead with the 2023 NFL season Thursday night football prediction show week two. It is time to give the Minnesota Vikings, and the Philadelphia Eagles. That Profits Picks prime time treatment. Talk to you guys in about 20 minutes. Everybody stay safe out there. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. And enjoy the rest of your week. One.